you guys thank you so much for tuning into dream chasers radio with me your host yaya diamond oh it's a wonderful day it's a wonderful day it's january 2020 and we are moving forward into this year this new decade and i'm excited about all the things that are going to be happening especially for my guests that are coming on the show it's every monday through friday 8 p.m eastern standard time just in case you were wondering you can get us on itunes iheart google play stitcher spreaker spotify deezer tune in Blueberry, I mean, just, I don't feel like doing all of that right now, but you know what I mean. You just go ahead and put Dream Chasers Radio to, hey, you know what I say? Google me. That's it. Just Google me and you'll get it. I just want to say thank you guys again so much for tuning in. We have a poet on the show today, an author, um, uh, artist, uh, Kiana, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Oh, man. Thank you. So, okay. Writing is a lonely thing. It's kind of like you and your thoughts. When did you know that you and your thoughts were best friends? Um, when I was younger and my mom was in domestic violence. Um, that's when I had started writing. Um, my writing was my escape. I didn't know where to go. I was young. So my thing was, if I write, I'm going to put it on paper and uh, one day somebody would find me. That's how I was thinking when I was younger. Um, and then I ended up being in a relationship at 15 years old. Um, this guy that I was dating, uh, he was verbal abusive to me. So that made me even write even more um, when I was 15. So that's when I started writing poetry when I was 15 years old. Hmm. I love that. Wow. And now I'm 35. I just turned 35 two oh. days ago. Happy birthday. Yes, so I'm just thanking God for me being a writer, you know. Yes, when you're writing, it's kind of lonely, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it de- definitely is. Now, you know, being 35 years old, did you ever think you would make it to 35? Mm, no. Yeah, I think a lot of people tell me that, especially since, you know, you've gone through the domestic violence, you've gone through everything. Yeah. And, you know, I am no stranger to that. I am no mm-hmm. stranger to that. You know, and I understand. I didn't think I was going to hit 25. Mm-hmm. Forget 35. I'm 47. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I'm living on borrowed time. You know, mm-hmm. but it's like, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. So how did this shape you into the person that you're, you are today? Are you more confident today in who you are? Or are there still holes that need to be, to be filled? for yourself um i'm still growing i'm still learning uh, i'm very confident now um when i was younger once again my mom was in domestic violence and then when i was younger um i was in temporary foster care when i was younger mm-hmm. um, because my uncle molested me when i was six years old mm-hmm. and then on top of that um my it's like my childhood was taken from me mm-hmm. so when i got older um i look at things a little bit different um, you know, my goal is to, you know, start, you know, volunteering in foster homes mm-hmm. or foster care, you know, to look at, okay, 
I was there when the people was there before, you know, me being 35. So I could understand the tragedy, you know, of their mom being domestic violence. I go to shelters and speak. Um, and I can tell myself, like, okay, I used to be in their shoes, you know, not the adult shoes, but the kids' shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. Asking them, okay, we already been to this shelter. Why we got to keep going to another shelter? You know, I can understand the little kids' you know, mindset, you know, they don't have right. a a good place to live at because their mom is running from shelter to shelter trying to get confidence and safe, safety. But now that I'm 35, I'm more going, I say 100%, you know, speaking and doing my poetry and, you know, have confidence in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. wow. You know, it it is... It is something that I I don't think a lot of people understand the mm-hmm. severity of the robbery that takes place yes. when you are uh, molested, when you are raped, when you are invaded, mm-hmm. uh, and that confidence is is just it's 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 damaged. Mm-hmm. Trust is damaged, and you become this person where you don't think that you're any good anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it becomes internalized. When did you release that in your life? When when, when did I, that happen for you? I could say when I was 20, 23, 23, around 23, 24. And that's when I started to start getting, you know, healing. But when I was from like six years old to 24, I was I was really like messed up, you know. Every time I would try to, like, work a job or uh, freak out or, you know, have anxiety because of the environment I lived in. Mm-hmm. And they say when you live in a bad environment, it takes years for you to overcome. Some people mm-hmm. overcome and then some people can't. But right. at the same time, it's the mindset. So when I was younger, I was going to college. I finished my degree and stuff like that. But it took me years to, like, overcome it, you know, the anxiety. When you have that anxiety, you're trying to like, okay, should I trust this person? Should I not trust this person? Or is this person going to get me? Or, you know, so I was always in that kaboom, kaboom, as in somebody was always out to get me. But when I got like almost late 20s, early 30s, I said, wait a minute, this person's not out to get me. Wait a minute, this person is nice or this mm-hmm. person is friendly, you know. But when you grow up in that environment, you think the whole world's against you. Yeah. Or you think somebody's going to take something from you because you're so used to it. Hmm. It is sad, though. It, it truly yeah. is a sad thing. Uh, and it's, it's a robbery, especially if it happens so soon in life where you don't know how to manipulate yourself you don't know that it's not your fault you don't know the illness that is behind Mm -hmm. the person's rationale of why they did what they did you know Mm -hmm. and and then forgiving other people when did that happen for you too because I know that that is a big issue after with after the fact of forgiving people and not holding those grudges um I came at turning point when I was like I could say 25 Mm -hmm. and I realized that my problem cannot be their problem. Mm-hmm. Um, when my mom went through or my dad went through or people or the my uncle who did that to me, you know, mm-hmm. I had to sit down and say, okay, 
I first I gotta forgive myself. Right. Then I have to forgive these people. You know, I don't know why their minds are like that. You know, maybe yeah. somebody did something to them and so they react to to other people right. and say, Well, okay, they did this to me, so I'm gonna go and do this issue to them. It's like a repeating mm-hmm. cycle. Right. Um, so I told myself, Okay, I gotta forgive myself and I gotta forgive people. Mm-hmm. I forgave my mom. Um, forgave my dad. He was never in my life. Um, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to talk to him sometimes. And I try to tell him, you know, my life was not good when you was in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And now that I get older, you know, I realize, you know, I forgave people that I, what they did to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell myself, I want to forgive myself for anything that I did to people, you know, because I don't want that to bring that cycle to me. Right. And then every time I meet somebody, I'm bringing the other cycle to them. Right. That's what happened to me. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be nobody's victim. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very important thing. Now, this book, how did this book help you heal? Because I know that, you know, writing things down is a curable instance. It's it's something that brings to reality that you have grown, that you have moved on, Mm -hmm. but you don't realize it until it's on the paper. How did this help you? Um, This book I just published in May, um, Mm -hmm. Why We Won't Tell versus Why Anyone Listens. Um, I wrote this book was because um, I look in society today which you have sex trafficking, you have domestic mm-hmm. violence, you have molestation, you have uh, sex trafficking with little kids. You know, it goes on and on. It's like a big old list. Terrible. And I wrote this book is because people have to understand, you know, you have a voice, you know, mm-hmm. you have a voice in yourself um, that someone is out there to listen. There's people out there will help you um, overcome your struggles, overcome your pain. Um, so when I wrote this book, it was um, Why Won't Tell Versus Why Anyone Listens, Better Choice, Better Voice, um, is a book based on a collection of poems about bullying, low self-esteem, high self-esteem, and struggles. Um, it can even, you know, and how to be domestic violence could be at your workplace, your home, and, mm-hmm. you know, mom and dad bullying you as a young age because... Mm-hmm. They didn't have a childhood, so they want to bully you because you're getting everything you need as your own age. You know, I've seen that, you know, oh. or you get another grown up, you know, bullying themselves because, you know, they never had what they child have now or they marriage or, you know, sometimes people get mad because this person have a beautiful marriage and they're mad because they don't have what they have, you know, and this goes through life, you know, so that's why I wrote the book, you know, for people to understand, you know, why you learn or, you know, your struggles you can overcome, you know, you can go to workshops, you can get counseling, you can, you know, take a trade to better yourself, so that's the reason I wrote this book for. Wow. That is a whole mouthful of encouragement right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Definitely, yeah. definitely. You know, I am I'm very happy that you have moved on with your life and that you are progressing and moving forward and understanding that it isn't your fault. It wasn't something yeah. you did, you know. Um, it was an illness. It's something that it plagues a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I've noticed that and I've talked with some people and I've done some studies on people who have molested other kids and stopped. They, yeah. uh, they stopped, they got counseling, they stopped, they went back, they asked forgiveness and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But the biggest thing they told me was that it happened to them when they were kids and they just thought it was yeah. a normal, a normal thing. And nobody ever mm-hmm. told them that it wasn't. And so they went into their adulthood thinking it was normal. And then when they mm-hmm. figured out it wasn't, you know, then they became um, ashamed mm-hmm. and didn't know how to stop. Yeah. So it, it is definitely something that's uh, that's plaguing not only our male population, but some now our female population is yes. getting hit with it as well and molesting mm-hmm. young men who, you know, young boys, 15, 14 years old. When, when do you see them say no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, not gonna yeah. Say no. They're not gonna say mm-hmm. no. They're gonna no. brag it up, but it, it, it does still rob. It still robs. Yeah. I am so appreciative that you've taken the time to to write this book, to put it out there, to be personable with people, to let people into your life. What is the biggest thing that you had to overcome after you saw your book written? Um, What I overcome was a lot of low self-esteem. And two, I was bullied when I was in school. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when my mom used to like pick us up and she had this old car and we had to sit like in the back of the, it's like a hood. You sit in the back of the hood or whatever, mm-hmm. or we used to go to the shelters and I used to be embarrassed because I didn't want nobody to see me going into a shelter and I should be going at home. You know, I was mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was bullying school, I was always by myself or, they used to pick on me, you know, different things like that because they thought, you know, well, she's quiet. You know, they always pick on the quiet ones. They don't mess with everybody else. They mess with the quiet ones. Yep. So that was my thing. I was always by myself and they picked on me, you know. Mm-hmm. My weight was like up and down, up and down when I was younger. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so- I had to overcome a lot. So. And now that this book is out, I think this this step in your life is is complete, and yes. you can move on and become even more whole than what you than what you are now. You, I thank you so much again. Where can people get the book? And 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 uh, what is the name of the book again? Just to remind people, um, the book is called "Why We Won't Tell Versus Why Anyone Listens." Better Choice, Better Voice by Kiana the Artist, and you can find it on Amazon nice nice so we will guys you know the 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 spiel we will have that description link down below in our description box that way you can copy and paste that into your browser and go ahead and go support kiana i want to thank you so much for being on the show girlfriend you go you go you go you do your thing girl thank you thank you do it don't even stop (laughs) you're doing a wonderful job and and keep inspiring people and keep, you know, keep growing, you know, it's going to become to a point where, you know, you're just, you're going to be inspiring to other people to get out of their situation, to get out of that mindset. And I, and I definitely think that, you know, you're on your way to being that, that person that can inspire others. Thank you so very much. 
and thank you for being on here thank you thank you and guys thank you so much for tuning in to dream chasers radio this has been another wonderful edition with kiana the artist and me myself yaya diamond we're going to go ahead and go you can tune in anytime monday through friday 8 p.m uh we go every new edition every new show comes on on those times however this is a podcast and we got 10 years of material you got a lot of catching up to do all right then i'm just gonna go and leave it right there thank you guys so much again for being an avid listener to dream chasers radio and kiana you are amazing thank you and you guys don't forget to what dare to be different baby all the time 24 7 <laughs> I'm